Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're, you're watching Dice & Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play Nines with Tabaxi Bard, who absolutely loves the series Super Train. I'm Nicole Bates. I play Sorian Sewell, the Changeling Druid, who doesn't care about Super Train. I quit. I'm Greg. I'm playing Ulset Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. What is this super train thing? It's a show from the 70s. Don't yeah, worry about it's it. It's like a train, but it's super. Okay. <laughs> like they got it's, all it's, the chaos it's emeralds. It's David's current fixation. It's like the early edition of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now, Alexis Bates, and I am your dungeon mistress. Um... Yeah, Super Train. <laughs> when this airs, everyone is going to think that you've been on Super Train for a way longer time than you actually have been. It's great because I actually haven't watched a single episode If there's yet. something, <laughs> if you do want to watch something fun, you can check out our improv episodes that we post on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons. Check us out at patreon.com slash Dyson Dungeons. Nice How about that transition? Damn. Transition. <laughs> Why'd you hit me? Because I was throwing a carpet. I didn't have much here. Okay. Tiny rug. Tiny, tiny rug. We, uh, These are really cool, by the way. We yes. tiny, this is a tiny little rug. We, mm -hmm. we make these for, for, for our, our store that we're going to be opening up. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, by the time this goes out, we might have the store open. That'd be pretty cool. We've, we've gone through a whole lot of uh, permutations and prototyping to make sure that everything's really good. And we've made little tiny rugs that are actually I mean, fun She looks way by, more proud of those rugs than her players. By, tw by tiny rugs, they're like 10 by 20. 10 by 15 foot rugs. Yeah, in scale. Since we use a 1 inch to 5 foot, this is about uh, a 10 by 15 foot rug. These are huge rugs. Mm -hmm. But scale in D&D &D and objects just don't make sense. Yeah. Anywho. Um, Who was our other sponsor? As our usual, our, sponsor, yeah. our very tolerant ongoing sponsor is Geekified. Geekified, of course, is a tabletop gaming store. In Vinton, Iowa, that takes online and in-store orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. Yeah. Yeah, so order something through Geekified. Their website is geekifiediowa.com. They'll ship it right to you. Andrew's fantastic. It takes care of everybody. And, you know, do something different for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Geekified, for continuing to be the very tolerant sponsor that you are. We love you. Um, yeah. Good job, everyone. Mm. Well we done. did give, it. Give ourselves a round of applause. What the viewers don't know is that after uh, Greg was away for about a month, this is the first session we've got back. So we haven't done this in actually about six weeks. So, whew, I feel good. What are we doing? Did a good job. I don't know. Uh, is this some sort of <laughs> imagination it's, game or something? It's a VR thing. Oh, where's yeah. the virtualness? You're, ah! you're in it. That's like a holodeck. Don't worry about no. it. <laughs> and so, now, good VR. Yes. Um, yeah. hmm. Oh, I have legs. <laughs> Let's roll.
Last week on Dyson Dungeons. Wait, last week? <laughs> sort of. Midnight Brunch was brought to Care Home, where they are being detained for questioning at the military base in the city. After no more than an hour, our heroes had settled right in and challenged a military cook to an omelet-making competition over a fervent-tech-powered spatula. That was integral to the plot. That I mm -hmm. regret putting in the game. It was a cool magic item that we didn't have. I know that now. But now we do. And I should have known better. <coughs> they won that competition, shockingly. Fair and square-ish. <laughs> and now they await questioning they have been detained for. The three of you have spent the night in your quarters, the military base, with uh, Hulwin. And it's the following morning. You're just waking up. Wow. Sorry, I've been up for a while. There's about. I'm still sleeping. There's about 73 pancakes piled up. As I'm going. With my spatula. Zoria, were you making pancakes all night? Started at midnight. Well, we should have been up out. for that. <laughs> so there's, like, are, are the pancakes just sort of spotted all over the ceiling? Or is it like... No, it's like they're scattered around the room to fill in space. Oh, you've been well, decorating. Like, like, no, they're on plates. There's, like, <laughs> plate, plates of pancakes <laughs> on any flat surface. Well, you get all these plates! Uh, I went down to the... Ga galley? No, I've been on ships too long. What's the what's the what's kitchen. the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Are you having fun with your spatula? Yeah. Oh, good. <clears throat> and it does. It gets all bang. Oh, you can use it as a like a big spatula. spatula. Yeah, <laughs> big spatula. Yeah. Well, I guess I just grab the nearest stack of pancakes next to me. Hold one wakes up. Oh, hey, pancakes. Great. <laughs> yeah, we all have pancakes. pancakes. Yes, thank you. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it flips perfectly, so it lands perfectly in the mouth. Thank you. <clears throat> I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> she was using the big spatula. Yeah how, yeah, how big is the pancake you just threw at my face? Um, It's about the size of, I'd say, based on... Rhapsody sizes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with 50 feet. No, it was about this big. Oh, I was gonna say that does like at least 200 damage. <laughs> no one has any idea what we're talking about. Nope. Nope. So, so here we are in the morning eating pancakes. Yes, while we're eating, I've, I've been thinking. It, it's been I've been up since midnight, <laughs> as I said. No, I, I, I woke up around three. I oh, well, that's much better. Yeah. So. So you are sleep deprived. No, I'm fine. It's fine. How many exhaustion points do you have? Seven, eight, whatever. Doesn't matter. And what were you thinking about? I think you're dead. <laughs> yeah, six is dead. <laughs> um. I like Zarya. This is too bad. <laughs> Zarya was pretty great. Now where are we going to find a druid? I have bracers of lesser restoration. I can just keep... Slapping those ex exhaustion points away. Uh, so, yes, we're being questioned today. 
do we want to make sure we know what we might want to omit and what we don't care to not omit? With all those crimes we did? Well, yes. You did two crimes. Two pies. You know the saying, one pie, one crime. But one two of those... Two pies, two crimes? One of those, pri- one of those pies was in the Corma Republic, which is not so the All jurist- the crimes cancel out. I committed no crime then. As far as I'm aware about the legal system, that is how it works, yes. But okay. they don't like the Corma Republic, I assume. What do they like? N- <clears throat> not the Corma Republic. What about pancakes? Should we all bring pancakes with us? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. All I, right. gotta, I gotta get these somewhere. Okay. Dump well, these off. We all, we all stack some pancakes. pancakes. Just slide them in your coat pocket. Yeah, just, just carry them. Actually, in. yeah, I, I have a spot. Do I have a... It's one of those... If I put a pancake in those magic pockets... Yeah. Does it keep it warm? Does, do I have to, like, clean the pocket out? No, it's it, just it, a it big pocket. It's a... It's a large it's a larger pocket than the space would normally allow it doesn't have a heating element in there too that would be pretty nice we'll we'll have to warm your hands up in the winter so other than offering them pancakes is there anything else we should know Uh, well that's why I figured we should talk about so Mm -hmm. We started in Nordfeld. Did we do anything illegal in Nordfeld? We hired smugglers to take us out of the country. Is that illegal? I have no idea. They did. They, they, they acted were. like it was illegal. We paid for it like it was illegal. Yeah, that's pretty under the table. Hush, hush. Did they say it was illegal? I think so. Yeah, I think they did say that. Hmm. I think they said it costs a lot because it's illegal. Something like that. Huh. Well, yeah. If it that wasn't was illegal, then we could just take a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were sneaking into a closed border. Did we get there? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Corma Republic? You're, you remember these things, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is very easy for me to not remember things. What? <laughs> <laughs> so. If that were to come in handy, I can be good at that. Stillboro, we did something unillegal, I think. We saved the town. We fixed a pump. Yeah. And we, we caught the people who are ransoming it. And I think got one of them elected mayor. Hey, can I have, uh, can you make syrup in your, your knife? Yeah, so I think we decided that that is within the rules of this universe that I can do. Oh, okay. I, I feel like that was accurate. Wait, how did we do you had a little, like, uh, like, like I had to flip the top and then just. There's like on yeah, the hill for the handle. Thing. The things that make more sense to pour out. There's a handle. Little, little handle. Yeah, like uh, like one of those yeah. breakfast places. Yeah, yeah. So, so we had the, the good ones are always are, are always out. So we saved Stillboro. Yes, we fixed the pump and, and Who makes ended, us heroes? And ended so far, corruption. So far, we're on the hero track. Yes. We were being smuggled, but out so of the So minus two points there. Plus like, Plus like 50. Okay, so we are to the good. For saving Stillboro, right? Mm-hmm. And then? Then we went, well, we, we raided a tomb, but I don't think that was claimed by anyone. That was in international waters. Mm-hmm. And then we were in Krebstadt. And the only thing we did there was mess with the voice. I thought they incited a riot. No, I think the voice did The that. voice incited a riot. 
probably. Yeah, see, that's what blame the voice. But we did sneak onto private property of his ship, which oh. is technically probably not. But as I recall, he welcomed us. And we played games. That's true. Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Mm -hmm. And he's the one that shot the sh shot the island up. And we were just fleeing. So that's like 30 more points for us, right? Yeah, I think so. And the captain stole a dinghy that wasn't us. Wait, he stole that? The dinghy that he took us out to his ship on, yeah. I thought that was his dinghy. I, I mean, it was after a fashion. You miscounted how far things were. I remember that. And then the whole thing on the island was on, on, on Risto. That wasn't part of the country. Do we want to tell them that we killed Brukelian? We did not kill Brukelian. As a group <laughs> with the captain, we killed Brukelian also. Brukelian was killed, yes. Do we want to tell Glindring that Brukelian is dead officially or not? I think it's funnier if everyone thinks he's still alive. What is your vote? Um, I do not know, which what would they like him to be? <laughs> Probably dead? I don't uh, know. I, uh, oh, Nines is the one who knows the most about non-swamps, and he's uh, he thinks it's funny, so. Yeah, that's, that's oh. why I do anything. Okay, so... I will tell them that we did not kill Brukelian. That you didn't personally kill Brukelian? <laughs> None of the three of us killed Brukelian. Yeah, okay. What will you say if they ask if he's still alive, though? Well, Saf? I don't know. I would say I don't know. You do know, though. Yes, you do know. Oh, because we have his mithril ball. Y yeah. Uh. Well, we know. literally have his corpse. Um, I, I don't think I can lie. I will tell them to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we were attacked by Glenvy. Mm-hmm. That wasn't our fault. Not a crime. We were on a smuggler's ship, but not a crime. Mm -hmm. Right? Where did you yeah. steal pies? One, Where there's pie? He stole one pie in Krebstadt, mm -hmm. one pie in Iron Vale. Okay, that is good to know. I will remember that. Were they good pies? Of course they were good. Well, actually. Yeah, I think they oh, were. Oh, yeah, they were great pies. Okay. So. And? Then we woke up in a illegal prison mm -hmm. where they were doing illegal mind interrogations. We freed ourselves without killing anyone. And we and we freed a whole lot of other changelings. And we freed a bunch of people. No, the changelings are later. We free oh yes, but from there. They weren't they were from there. They later. were just people. Yeah. Right. Like that's wonder right. how they're doing. They were very confused. We let them go and they didn't. Well, they just ran off on their own. We <laughs> couldn't stop them. But you know. Then we got to Ironvale. Some stuff happened, we'll say. Do we want to tell them we heisted the Ulstein Grafels? We did. Well, it does make us sound badass. It does. We, That's we, really cool. We spilled a hot tub. We did spill a hot, an, a magic hot tub. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we heisted them. 
Well, if they say it's okay, that means we can sell the things we heisted, right? Yeah, probably. Well, let's tell them. Okay. They probably hate them anyway. Do we tell them that Famous blew up the city? We do not know that that happened. We know the city blew up. <laughs> but we know the city blew up, but we do not know that that was because of Famous. Maybe we just blew up on itself. We're, I feel like we're 100% sure it blew up because of your plan also. It was, it was to sever the power supply. Yeah. Which caused an explosion. Which then caused maybe a popular uprising? People were very angry. <laughs> yes, you blew up their city. <laughs> so, do we talk about that or not? Only if they ask. Okay. So if they ask, then we say, yes, we did do that. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> then we went to Brucalian's keep. Do we tell them that I pretended to be Brucalian? Or do we say, or do we pretend we just snuck in? Do they, do they know that Brickelian was there? Probably, they're like, they seem to know a lot of stuff. Well, let us find out what they know. If it them. comes up, we went to Brickelian's keep to save my people, the ones that are all here. And we did that. Yes. We let them down on roof. And there was a big fight between Brickellian's men and Glynvee's soldiers. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yes, there was. Okay. And we're good telling all that, probably. Yeah, that's I fine. I think that was all good. And the Tashiranun were there, too. Yes. How much do of we course. share about the Tashiranun's involvement, also? There is not too much that we know, other than that they were there and they were involved in some way we do not and understand. And they have a ton of documents mm-hmm. that we haven't had a chance to look at. Right. But that is all we know, is that they were there involved with, with the with the Grotfels for yeah. some reason we did not understand. So we just mentioned that? If they ask if they about ask. it, we will let them know that, yes, there were Tashiranun there. Okay. And then we went through smuggler tunnels, led to us, shown to us by a friend, mm-hmm. simply because we were trying to save as many people as possible. All of which them. Is that, which is true. Like, we wouldn't have snuck back into Glindring if it wasn't, like, uh, three, over 300 people were at risk of being killed. So that wasn't illegal, I assume, if you have good intentions, right? Right, that's fine. The law only cares about intention. Is that how it works? No. Really? Wait, are you being funny now, or...? Well, no, usually if like you in- commit crimes, they don't really care why you did it. I feel like intention's pretty important, though. Like, you stole those pies because you were hungry. Or because yes. you felt like it. I did feel like it. And that's important yes. to consider, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't want their pies to be stolen. They shouldn't have just left them out. Right. Right. And they shouldn't have let you be hungry. Yes, it's their fault. They should have provided me free food. Is this, how, is this how it works? You are a resident expert <laughs> on the law. Oh, well, I haven't been arrested yet for crimes. For so crimes. at this point, the only crime that has been committed is a big boy crime by nine stealing pie. And, and famous blowing up the city. Hey, wait, what do I have to do with this? Oh, what crimes have you committed? Yeah, tell oh. us about your crimes. Yeah, what well, cool crimes record, did you do? I haven't committed any crimes. Didn't you break into the Ulstein Grotfell estate and get captured and sent to their secret prison that shouldn't exist? No. Are we are we supposed to be coy about all this stuff? I don't know. 
I thought you would know this sort of stuff. Not really. This is the getting out part. Aren't you an investigative reporter? Don't you know all about these sort of question question answer sessions? No, I publish before anyone has a chance to ask me anything. You just publish stuff? Well, I verify it. I don't just make stuff up. <laughs> Wait, where do you publish? <laughs> well, I publish in a couple of, you know, smaller journals back home in Castoria. What are their names? Uh, well, I don't know if I should give them to you now. I feel weird. Why? I want to see what you've written about me. Yeah. Okay, well, you can probably only get one here. Uh, it, it's, you know, the Costerian Daily. Mm. How often do they print that? Daily. Hmm. Have you ever written for a weekly egg review? <laughs> that was a deep cut. <laughs> a weekly egg review? Yeah. No. Why would so? Uh, what is it? What is an egg review? Like that was wrong. Like, long did, time. Did someone, yeah. Does someone review like cooked eggs or? Wait, we knew. I, so I didn't read it. We knew someone who talked about it. This sounds like a joke that precisely one person outside of the three of you and maybe like God which, would understand. Which, which one on which plane? I have well, learned about You planes. only believe in the one. Yeah. And But I acknowledge that there's multiple. Well, you know, probably like all of them, really. There's multiple facets of that one. So there's like one other person. It just feels like there's only one other person that would understand that joke. Should we talk about well, this? Well, now you question? understand it. I don't think it'll come up. Are you sure? No. Oh. Unless you bring it up, I guess. All right. Um, do you think they're going to question Seven separately? <laughs> I don't think they're going to ask Tense any questions. I play my harmonica. Sevens? I need you. All right. People are going to be asking questions. You understand? I need you to be tight lipped. Don't say anything. To anyone except me. All right. You understand? All right. Here's a rabbit. <laughs> Is it alive? No. <laughs> I got it from the kitchen. They could have living rabbits. I don't know. No. It, no. It's Did a, you steal a rabbit? No. They said we can get food and stuff as needed before, I think. <laughs> they did say that? Yeah. Oh, good, because then we do not have to report that as a crime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is a crime that we, like, murdered that guy at that omelet competition. Does that count? Like, he wasn't literally murdered, but, like, his reputation was... Wait, do I have to bring up the murder cult? Hmm. I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> is that still in my book? I like for my rooms. They might be very interested in the rooms. Uh, are my runes? <laughs> uh, are my runes still in my book? 
Uh, yeah. There's still one there. You still did have I, your book. Did it still hurt? Yeah, yeah. Ow. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll for damage since you were just checking. Um, I assume you were just like, hey, are those still? Yep, they hurt. Maybe we should mention the murder call if it comes up. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any murder call thing. We just found we it. We just found it. And we, and we learned about it was being very bad. May, maybe Dole can vouch for our character. What do you think? They might just be trying to figure out what's happening and not try to get us to do a crime. Or a bit to a crime. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay. We did just show up here with like 300 people. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, my last experience being in a situation like that, they were trying to like get information out of us mm. with like mind tricks. Do you think they might ask us what happened to Furman? Probably not, no. Hmm. We should probably have an answer in case some weirdo asks us. All right, what do you think? What? What do you think happened to Furman? Um, Bolting accident. What do you think? I think that he opened a portal into the the plane of, um, of, of, uh, say, and, and made it, opened up the portal into the plane of, say, and went there. Oh, okay. I still think boating accident. Is it okay People if I say, if, I, if they ask me what happened to Furvin, is it okay to say that? I mean, it's your opinion. Well, they could ask you about your tragic backstory. They could. I would then tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Although your tragic backstory seems to still be developing. Well, I would We've tell them what I, new information. The most tragic part is yet to come. I would tell them what I know. Do you think they would be interested? Wait, in what that? do you think happened to Furby? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I think he's still alive. Yeah, but then where is he? Oh, uh, he's disguised as the advisor to the throne in Glindring. Helen! Yeah? What do you think happened to Fervent? He blew up. Did you say that last time? In Ironvale? No, it is lab or whatever. I don't know. Oh. I don't really give much thought to Fervent. Like, in Costeria, Fervent isn't such a big deal. Who is a big deal in Costeria? Um. The voice. I don't know. We're. We don't have quite. It was like a celebrity culture. Hmm. Do you not have celebrity culture or do you just not pay attention to celebrities? I mean, a bit of both, I guess. Like, I mean, we live like a super long time by comparison to a lot of other mortal races. So, if you if you have to put up with the same, uh, so I'll put it this way: you know how much you hate the voice? Yes. Yes, I because do know how much I hate the voice. You find him like really annoying, yeah? Yes, I do find him very annoying. And you know what? I'm not a big fan. Yes, you do find him very annoying. Oh, that is three for three. Yes, three for three. I'm good at this game. <laughs> well, eventually, pretty much everyone will find the famous person annoying if they have to put up with them for like 600 years. Wait, does that mean in Costeria, everyone is always really annoyed with everyone else because they just have to put up with them for 600 years? No, uh, I mean, there are people that annoy us, but 
more often than not, we're just kind of like, well, you know, maybe we should actually have a conversation about that because we have to, like, keep living with each other. So we, we try to kind of work those things out. We are receiving very fine life advice. It sounds, yeah, it sounds complicated living mm. a long time. Mm. It kind of is. Like, if you live, like, just, if you live, like, a hundred years, then that's long enough to, you know, be angry at people, maybe forgive some people, uh, feel like you had, you know, some good impact. If you live a thousand years, like a lot of elves do, you live long enough to realize that you're not actually having much of an impact, and you kind of have to grapple with uh, the existential dread of, do you matter, and would the universe, like, even care if you didn't exist? So... Of course the universe would care if know. I exist. Hmm. Yeah, duh. That's a stupid question. Of course. I'm gonna live to, like, 30. I'm, the world <laughs> loves me. And I'm super important. I have the equivalent lifespan of a human. Same. <laughs> yep. You guys are all correct. <laughs> Is there anything else you wish to tell us about Kosterian culture? Um, I mean... That's pertinent to the question? I, no, I don't think so. I, I'm not really... Well, oh. Do, do you think they'll care about all the Tashiranun involvement? I mean, probably. The Tashira Noon, to this point, have mostly been like a, I don't know, secluded order. Didn't really interact with people outside much. Um, you know, Kosterians view them as like hyper conservatives. So the fact that they're like sending out ambassadors and like acting as sort of this independent diplomatic group. What they're and not like, independent. They were with a Kosterian ambassador. No, but the, like that shouldn't be. Oh. Like an, an ambassador for a country should be representing like the whole country. Not th this would be like if well you both came from swamps, so... Oh, no. Really I did not a... come from a swamp. I came from a woodland. Yeah. Well, you came, came from, from a, a swamp. woodland. You came... So you don't really have, like, a... a nine, nine. country body. Mm. Yeah, so I can't really relate to... I mean, you would understand. It would be like, uh, you know, Tabaxavoy had... Uh, like an official diplomat, and What's Frank. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do. I always looked at Tabaxavoy as like a city. I don't think he tells people he's the ambassador. <laughs> he doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> That's why we hired him. <laughs> it would be like if Frank showed up with, you know, some very strange uh, monastic order. And like took their counsel in representing Tabaxavoy over the best interests of everyone else. Like it's just it's stepping over a boundary that shouldn't be crossed. I really hope Frank doesn't do that. Mm. That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be bad. Do you have Tabaxavoy monks? And the fact that they're apparently financially backing 
one of the dragon families. That's sort of, well, alarming. So that's all stuff that we should tell them? I mean, I'm, I'm planning on telling them. This is not great. Well, if you tell them, we do not have to. Great. Yeah, they won't confirm it or anything with the other people. So I'm pretty sure they will. Mm. All right. Okay. Do we have our plan in order then? Mm-hmm. I think. We're all not confused at all? Oh, yes. I'm very Excellent. confused. <laughs> Perfect, I think. Where am I? Have Why pancake? are there pancakes everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> just grab some pancakes off the wall. Just... They're not on the wall. They flip perfectly. They don't flip into walls. Well, what about the plates on the wall? There aren't plates. It could flip under the wall if that's what you meant to do with it. But it's not. You who are nines. What? May I have syrup for my pancake, please? Thank you. All right. I guess a good question for some world flavor. Do you want it to be something other than maple syrup? Who are my options? Swamp maple syrup. I mean, I'm pretty open to, like, hmm. you know, different types of syrups. Is there, like, a spicy syrup? Uh, you, like a I'm cactus probably syrup? Sure. Like, it's a naturally spicy syrup. Mm. So, uh, like, maple syrup, if like, maple also had, like, a firewood. Like, capsaicin in it. A firewood tree. Yeah. You know, sure. Fire yeah. maple. Yeah, Fire there's maple. a... There's a unique type of maple tree that, uh, for some reason, it has a whole lot of capsaicin Mm -hmm. in it, um, but also a lot of sugars. So it's a complex tree. It is. It's got layers to it. So should Um, we use the rest of the episode talking about syrup options? Yes. Should we make the DM really, really regret the fact that she said? Are you ever wanting anything well, other I want, than maple I syrup? wanted some freedom do the, from the players. Do the people that make most of the maple syrup, are they? do they speak Navinian? <laughs> I think we're getting a Quebecois joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, actually, most of the most of the maple producers would not be in the Navinian Empire. Oh. They would... They'd actually pro a lot of them would probably be in Linvin and Pintyvale. Oh, in the spice cake place. Ah, that explains why there's so much spice there. Yeah. Okay. So do we do we like go find someone and say we're ready to be interviewed now, or do they like come in and like grab us one us by one? We, they might interrupt us if we keep talking about syrup. Oh, okay. Is that is that how it works? I think so. They just they're monitoring everything so we talk think, about. Do you think you could make syrup out of some of those like funguses that we found? What? Maybe. I it, I think Funkle they have to have syrup. a naturally sugary. Why does the syrup have to be sugary? Because mm-hmm. you boil down like a sap, a sugary sap, to make, and it and it like sweetens and caramelizes as you like boil it down. I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe you could get syrups that were like savory, savory syrup. That's a gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just cover your pancakes with gravy every once in a while. 
Like biscuits and gravy. I don't know. Are they? Is it like onion gravy? Quite a few. Like quite a few dishes gravy? that are like savory pancakes with gravy. Yeah, like that's pretty common. I mean, that's basically okay. what like a crepe is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Can can I just make gravy from my my knife? Hmm. I think gravy might be a little step too far because to get to gravy, there's a lot of. There's a lot of components that get put together to make a gravy. But, but you I'll could say make the that you could. I'll go so far as you could get beef stock, right, and like chicken stock and stuff. You could get stocks. I can make yeah. gravy with that. Okay, so there's like some sort of attachment that goes on this knife that can just pour, put it on. I can directly pour gravy. Like if there's just like a step or two away from gravy. Um, hello, Macho. Uh, can, can you put some sort of little post-market, aftermarket device on there? You know, you might need to have that made. So, something that plugs into the cigarette lighter, right? So Next time we go to a magic shop. Speaking of boiling. Look for a, a knife adjunct. Talk, there, there has to be some sort of infomercial. Talking about cooking and boiling, do you want me to turn this giant pot back into your trident? What happened to my? Yeah. <laughs> we turned it into a giant pot the, to cook all the food for everyone. That long, very pregnant pause. No, you may keep the cauldron. You want the giant pot? Keep it a giant pot. Sure. All right. Well, here. We make gravy in there. You can have this, this collar. What do we need to make gravy? Oh, well, flour and stock. Oh. What, what's the ratio? Pour stock in my frying pan. All right. Until it's good and pour, good amount. Just keep pouring it in. All right, that's good. All right. I still have a bunch of flour from making pancakes. So I'm going <laughs> to heat it up. I'm going to add some seasoning to it. Bay I'm leaf. going to pre- make a bay leaf. I, I have a, I can make all the seasoning. Oh, no, I want. we're making okay. a single bay leaf with my knife. <laughs> I'll, I'll mix the flour and some of the stock together beforehand. How long does it take to make gravy? Like five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. I'll mix the flour in, <laughs> and then... Are you so. sure they were going to question do, us do, today? Do we have any fried chicken uh, from the previous session? Here's your... I think we ate all of it, so I gave ate, it to I the guard. Oh, here's some gravy. I assumed that. I'm just pouring it. Uh, all of my pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted, right? Yeah. Um, How is that? Well, probably fine. What kind of stock was it? Is it a chicken or a beef gravy? <laughs> You're the chef. I just. I don't know what stock you gave me. <laughs> it was probably beef. Okay. There. It's probably all right. Gravy and pancakes. <laughs> it's like biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people have had it, so. You're not the first person to eat something. But I am the first person to podcast it. <laughs> Maybe. Until someone no. proves me otherwise. No, that's definitely. No one's the first person to podcast anything at this point. <laughs> All of you. It's always been someone any, else. Anybody who is watching or listening to this episode, do some research and find out. If, in fact, Nines was the very first person to podcast about gravy and pancakes. There's no way. He's not even the first person to 
like come up with the idea of a podcast centered around Super Train. <laughs> yeah. that, that is true. We did find that there so, is another podcast that specifically says they will eventually talk about Super Train, but they haven't gotten there yet. It's we don't know. So. We never listened to it. What shout time? out to them if they give us a shout out. What what time is that? I'll check my look. It's time for gravy. It's, it's around eight o'clock. In the morning. Yeah. Right. What happens wow. if I mix the gravy and the syrup together? You'll have uh, sweet syrupy gravy. Why don't you try and it? spicy it's if it's the spicy kind. Try it. Spicy. Sweet. Savory. Yeah. That might be all right. What do you I think? just, like, push the bowl away from me. <laughs> oh, wait. Not a fan. Try this. Not spicy <laughs> enough. Uh... No, I'm good. If Nines doesn't like it, <laughs> chances are I'm not gonna like it either. Hmm. So, are we ready? Do. Hey, are, is someone gonna interview us or what? I just yell out the door. Or should oh, we I keep, go home! Should we keep talking about syrup? Should we start planning our lives out? Should <laughs> we make another batch of gravy? As a DM to my players, have you. It seems like you have thoroughly gone over what you want to talk about. Not, not well, now, thoroughly, I just, but yeah. Now I just want to make more gravy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say... Is there a chef that is, like, proud of their gravy? We're at we're gravy contest. Yeah, sure, yeah. There's, there's always chefs that are proud of their gravy. They exist. Oh, but I asked <laughs> ask the chef if he's very proud of his gravy. You're in your room. There's no chef there other yeah. than Soria. Yeah. And this gravy train... <laughs> This gravy super train. Shall we go find a chef that is proud of their, Wait, their gravy you, and have a gravy no. contest? Yeah, let's do another, let's do another no. side quest and find a chef that's too proud of their gravy and needs to be knocked down a notch. <laughs> and has a magic maybe, item, like maybe, a little maybe in the next like, episode, a little you magic measuring find, cup. Like, a a gravy chef. Spoons. You'll find a saucier that's very, very proud, a little too proud of their gravy, and they need to be taken down. We're just slowly two. turning this campaign into Iron Chef. <laughs> slowly. Wouldn't that be an handy thing to handle? We though, ran is... right into that barrier with our super train of gravy. Is it is an object that could just turn into any kind of level of measuring? They could do it like quarter teaspoon, or two cups, or a quart, oh, like... or you could even do it in like milliliters, whatever that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just we, have like a made-up measuring system in your in your world? Yeah. yeah, you make pancakes by putting thirteen imperial olams <laughs> into forty-three Navinian spoonfuls. You better of flour. write that down because we won't remember. <laughs> I am not making up like a volumetric <laughs> measuring system here. Not yet. <laughs> I'm definitely so, not doing. That. I think. Can we? Can we just do? Can think, we just do something like that? And then, like, some listener, like, ten years from now, is like, oh, they weren't making something up. It was just British. <laughs> the, the the Brits they use the metric system, but they also say stone and farthings. Do they still use stone? Yeah. Well, I know they still use stone. I mean, they still they'll just say that on the air, like. Oh yeah, I lost two stone, and you're like, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I. They have like a rock that's like the stone. The stone. The stone. The English I have stone. no idea. England, get your 
Get your, get stuff, your stuff together. together. Alright, get yourself all put together. I think I can say that we have officially you good? prepared. We caught up to where we are. Why is okay. it 14 pounds? Why did I know that? Why did I know a stone was 14 pounds? Damn it. Alright. My brain has too much dumb info. <laughs> including how much a stone is now, in pounds, which... That's like saying this worthless unit of measurement is equivalent to this slightly less worthless unit of measurement. Anyway. You can use wax, too. What? What? <laughs> what, is, what is this? Don't worry about it. Let's, let's move on. There's a knock at the door. <clears throat> what do you want? I'm here to take you all to the questioning rooms. You want some gravy? Or some pancakes? I've never been asked that by anyone who are holding for questioning. Are we under arrest? No. Here's some pancakes. <laughs> okay, Ooh, follow me. Guards kind of holding the plate, taking the fork. Like, We're gonna want that plate back. I'm done. I'll, I'll finish this. It's, it's their plate. I carry my. That's why I want it back. <laughs> I carry the plate of pancakes that you made for me uh, with with me to the right. interrogation room. Yeah. Can I get you guys like anything to drink, like some OJ or like maybe some coffee or something? I want some bubbly water that's slightly flavored. Okay, sure. Mm. Well, we've got uh, El Crux. <laughs> From Novinian Empire. No, oh. it's not. Uh, it's from. Uh, it's from Costeria. Yep. It's do, do they have? Do they have Crocs or do they just have a knockoff brand? And they're just gonna give it to me in a glass. No, no it's they, they, they got the good stuff. Wow, <laughs> it's government funding. Are you going to serve it in these really cool mugs? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, We've got. They're, they're the little mugs that say "Going uh, Dragon Military" on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. What does the say? Say Dyson exactly Dungeons that. on there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are you guys gonna ask us? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. Mm -hmm. But um, mm, mm, we're, we're, who made these pancakes? It's not from our Basically, I, I did. Mm. <laughs> well, you make good pancakes. Yeah. Our kitchen is crap. Did you get the ones these... with the syrup or the gravy? Oh, I got the syrup ones. There's mm. gravy ones? That's yeah, with some gravy? No, we need an attachment, but... That's good. It's a good idea. Did you eat all the gravy? Yeah. Are we just carrying a pot of gravy around with us? <laughs> Why are you not carrying a pot of gravy? You guys aren't under arrest. They're just questioning you. They're fine if you want to carry around some food and take it I, I guess I'm just carrying around just a cauldron of, of gravy now. Sure, you've got a little, you know, a little cauldron of gravy that you're carrying around with you. Just oh, some gravy, would you listen, like ladle some gravy places? Uh, I serve it on the knife, just... <laughs> <laughs> Spread it like butter. Yeah. So you arrive at your rooms. Here's your rooms, guys. Oh, um, no, we're in separate rooms. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, are you Soria? Is that your name? Yeah. Okay, you're in the first one. <gasps> then uh, then Colwyn. One. And then uh, is it Ulseth? Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. And then the third one and uh, Nines. Yes. Is that your real name? Yeah, he's yes. Never met someone named after a number. Oh, Even numbers named after me, I think. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, do you believe that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna believe that. That seems a little too weird, what Ram just said. I think you should believe that as I cast suggestion on him. <laughs> so, eight hours. <laughs> uh, no, I don't believe that. I'm pretty sure that the number came first. You're in the you're in the last room down there. Oh, in the wait, end. which room does sevens go in? Oh, who's sevens? Ah, His name is oh, tens. You can just take take him, them, them. I, I, I think technically bullets are kind of like they they change depending on needs for. We did once talk about sexing a boulette. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it, how, I, how long might this go on? I think they I think they sort of our environment changed based on environment and need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so. they can go with you. Okay. Oh. Oh, fine. Why do they get two people? Huh? I get to be have company in my room. At least they have gravy. Just <laughs> 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 ball of gravy. Just... Angrily eating. I do have a better K fork or a spoon. Yeah, you do. No, it's a fork. Can't eat gravy with that. It's thick Shit. gravy. So you all find yourselves in separate rooms. <gasps> the rooms are uh, actually pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's there's a pitcher of water and some glasses mm-hmm. on one side, and a couple smaller pitchers of other drinks. Looks like one is. Coffee, some orange juice. Is there like a? After a little bit, the is there like an '80s style uh, uh, motivational poster? The no. Side? Like no. hang in there, kitty. I'm surprised. Has a picture of a tabaxi on like a clothesline. Are you yeah. going through each drink, mixing and graving? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All of the rooms are actually um, very nice. Uh, wooden walls. Is there a mirror? No. Oh. No, there's no mirror. Uh, Is it good Norwegian wood? Probably, Norwegian. sure. Yeah, whatever what's Norway a, What's in Norway? Uh, it's just something I needed to ask. <laughs> <laughs> There's... You know, actually, the seats are quite comfortable. Hmm. The They're not, like, harsh seats. Everything, Everything's very plush and easy in here. Yeah, they found a um, chair that fits me well. The, the lighting is soft and comfortable. It doesn't strain your eyes at all. And there's even a little fire in the fireplace. It's a very, each of your rooms are fairly similar. This is much nicer than the rooms at the, at the company of Blades houses. I say to myself, (laughs) (laughs) you who are in this room, this is a nice room. I'll just, I'll just carve Nines' name in the bo- underside of the table with my knife. Okay. Yeah. So they'll blame ours. you. Yeah. Uh, you do that. Is there gum under the table? No, there's no gum under the table. Are we confused by that? Does I that feel know. unnatural? That's I don't up know to you. That's, That's your character. You. After a few minutes of just settling in, the guard brings you your Elkrox. And uh, it's about maybe five minutes past. Some of you, this will be longer. 
than the others. So the, the first person is Soria in room number one. A female goblin steps in the room. She says, hello. My name is Monara. I'm here to question you today. How's that spelled? M-A-L-N-A-R-A. I want to assure you that at this time, you are not under arrest. We don't suspect you of anything. We're not concerned with any wrongdoing. But you have been present for quite a few interesting events. And we want to understand more about them. This process will take a little while. Hopefully not too long. And the more open, honest you are with your answers, the easier and quicker this shall be. If you need anything, let me know. We can have it brought for you. And if you need the bathroom, and she clicks a little button on her table, it's right through that back panel. And the door opens that was incredibly well hidden within this wood walls. And there's a bathroom back there. Uh, I need 50 gold. Perhaps we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. (laughs) So if there's anything I need, so. So, You really need it, though. Let us begin. We're trying to piece together exactly who you all are. You've been connected to interesting characters. Known criminals. Including one that was very much wanted, if I'm not mistaken. I believe his name was Dromar. Did you know him? Yeah, we traveled around with Dromar a whole bunch. He was a good friend of ours until he was arrested by the Royal Guard for something to do with the Empress. I don't really remember. You don't really remember why Dromar was arrested, but you do acknowledge that you spent time with him? Oh yeah, for sure. He taught me how to pick locks. The known criminal wanted by the Crown taught you how to pick locks. Yeah, I got pretty good at it, too. Do you want to see? I can show you. I don't think that's necessary. I'll take your word for it. I suppose, out of an example and curiosity, do you think you could pick your way through, say, a locked door here in the keep? 50-50 chance. What else did Dromar talk about? strutting a lot. Um, he was a strutting person and still seen. Um, mostly just strutting, actually, yeah. He mostly talked about strutting. 
There was nothing else that he talked about? He had this weird egg thing. He, like, talked about it every week. He's like, don't bother me. I have to do my egg thing. An egg thing? What do you mean by an egg thing? Can you be more specific? In a newsletter. Who talks about eggs every week? I suppose some people quite enjoy eggs. But he was talking about eggs, not uh, euphemism for something else, perhaps. No, no, he, he just liked eggs. He, he was very particular about eggs. Like the way that you would prepare an egg? Like, he was upset about the quality of the chicken the egg was coming from. That's incredibly specific and also incredibly boring. Did he talk about anything other than eggs? Strutting? Strutting and eggs! That's Dromar to a T! He never addressed any criminal conspiracies? The only crime I know he was guilty of is walking around mostly naked. He walked around mostly naked. Why would he do that? Well, because he had a cloak on. So he enjoyed walking around with a cloak on while being naked underneath the cloak? Is that correct? I mean, he wore something underneath, but it didn't leave much to the imagination. Perhaps some sort of uh, revealing underwear would be a fair assessment? And eggs. Eggs and underwear. Eggs and being naked. That's all he really talked about ever. Oh, first I must give you these pancakes. He... Uh, thank you? You're welcome. Yes, there were three things, as I recall. He was very proud of his loincloth. He was very proud about how tiny it was. I thought that was very unusual. Most people do not brag about how tiny their under thing is. But he was, he was very proud of how tiny his loincloth was. Um, and strutting, he did strut a lot. But did he ever speak about criminal activities? Did he ever reveal what he had done before joining you all? He very much said that he was not the leader of the Thieves' Guild. He insisted that there was no such thing as a Thieves' Guild and that he could not have been the leader of it since it did not exist. So, would he be surprised then to know there is indeed, or at least was, a Thieves' Guild? Several in operation that we have since brought an end to. Oh, I do not know if he would be surprised. I am not surprised because we have run into several of these guilds. They are all different from each other. They spell it in different ways. So you've run into several thieves guilds? Yeah, actually, we joined the thieves guild in Ironvale. That was pretty fun. You joined the thieves guild in Ironvale? Yeah, I mean, it was for tangentially. We weren't like, we joined it for another reason. We didn't join it just for stealing stuff. I mean, we joined it to steal stuff. But it was like private. It wasn't for like guild purposes. So you joined the Thieves Guild not only to steal things, but to do more than steal things. And you joined this guild in Iron Vale. What else did you do in Iron Vale? I, I thought we were talking about Dromar. We are talking about 
Dromar, but you mentioned joining a Thieves' Guild in Ironvale, so now my curiosity is around what you did with a Thieves' Guild in Ironvale. Well, we were working with a guy named Koromoth, and he was part of the Thieves' Guild, and he said we had to join in order to uh, deal with the voice. To deal with the voice? What do you mean, to deal with the voice? So the voice was in Ironvale. Nines does not like the voice, by the way. And he had something that he shouldn't have, and we had to make sure it didn't stay in his hands because that would have been super bad. So we had to join the Thieves' Guild to get the thing. It was like a pick. So your companion Nines does not like the voice. Can you tell me a bit about why Nines doesn't like the voice. Well, he took my uh, musical instrument. That was my grandpa's. That's my instrument. So the voice stole from you then, and that's why you don't like him? Well, also his music sucks. I'm not a particularly big fan of his music either. Never understood the draw myself. Well, yeah, because it's terrible music. Did your distaste for the voice lead you to these actions? Wait, which actions? Of robbing them? Yes. As we've acknowledged, you did steal something from the voice. Uh, pick, I've heard it called. Oh yeah, that was a good time. You know, I really don't like the voice. I am aware that you don't like the voice. What exactly did you all have to do with the Thieves' Guild in Ironvale? Well, I think joining the Thieves' Guild was incidental. I am not sure that it had much to do with what we needed to do. And what was it that you needed to do in Ironvale? Well, the voice, and you know that Nines really hates the voice a lot. I do. Yes, the voice had an item that we had come to believe belonged to a different plane, whatever that is, and that it was extremely dangerous and that we needed to recover it. So you say that the voice was in possession of some powerful, I'm guessing, magical artifacts, is that right? Yes. And you felt it imperative to remove those objects from his possession? Well, yes, this pick thing, yes. And you worked with someone named Coromanth to pull off this theft? Mm-hmm, yes. Which was kind of, as I would say, ironic. Ha. Huh. ironic. And why but. would it be ironic? Um, because he had stolen something from us. Right, felt from under our nose. So Coromanth is a thief himself, then? Oh, I yes, we know that he was a stealer of things. Um, and uh, he actually did join the Thieves' Guild, which I think we um, you know, confirmed that again. Yes, he stole our money. He stole our money at... at the company of Blade's house, which was not safe. He stole it right out from under their nose. And the, and the company of Blade's refused to make it good, did not return our money, did not even help try to, try to find it. So Coromanth stole a great deal of gold from you. It was not all gold. There was some copper. There was, I think, some platinum. Whatever the increments may be, <laughs> He stole a great deal of funds from you. Yes. And you find yourselves now in an unlikely partnership. 
with him. It is unlikely. I would never have predicted it. So, there are a few other characters that I'm wondering about. I've never heard of this Coromanth, so we'll get back to him in a little bit. You've also been known to associate with less savory individuals than even your Dromar. Hmm? You're connected with a man named Ludorf. Can you tell me about him? Um, not very much other than that uh, he, he also deceived us, and we did not like him. Deceived you how? So he hired us to get some fervin tech that he had stolen, but didn't tell us that he stole it. This was back when Coromanth and Nordfeld trying to steal. He when Coromanth was stealing fervin tech. So, you know, and he's also the one that sold Dromar out, I think. And wait, wait, wait. Who? Can, I need a clarification. Who sold Dromar out? Oh, Ludorf, in Nordfeld. Yes, I, I see what you mean. I'm looking through my reports here. It does look like Ludorf was the one who notified us of Dromar's position. Um, so, I guess Dromar had some, like, information to do with, like, the Queen Empress Lady of your kingdom. And that's why he was wanted. Don't really know much about that beyond that. But Ludorf sold him out. And we, in turn, helped Ludorf get captured by the Royal Guard for all the crimes that he was committing. We actually have a coin or some sort of sigil that was given to us by the Royal Guard here. I think I, yeah. That is a Royal Commendation coin. It is uh, given to people who perform an action beneficial to the crown. Let me ask a little bit more about your relationship with Ludorf and Dromar. You say that Ludorf was the person who um, turned Dromar in, gave information leading to Dromar's arrest. You then took actions to lead to Ludorf's quest. Is this some sort of uh, action of revenge? Would that be correct? I mean, sort of. He also, like, didn't pay us for his job, and we figured out he was doing a bunch of illegal stuff while working for him. Tangentially. We were actually working for the Tybalks at that point up in Nordfeld, but he was also missing some fervin tech, so we sort of lumped him on. And then we later, after we found it, figured out, oh, this is stolen, Ludorf's the bad guy, maybe we should turn him in. He also screwed over Dromar. It sounds to me like you had plenty of reasons to want revenge on Ludorf. Would you concur? Oh, 100%, yeah. He also tried to kill us once or twice. So is revenge a common goal for all of you? Well, I'm mostly motivated by food. Interesting. It seems that in addition to revenge, perhaps mischief, you're connected with some incidents in um, Krebstadt here. Another encounter with the voice. What can you tell me about that? Well, he did try to blow us up. 
he tried to blow you up? Oh yeah, we were yeah we were on a on a beach in the uh, it's of cannons. Are you saying that you were involved in the incident where he began shelling some of the uninhabited portions of the island of Krebstown? It was it was very inhabited by us. So you all were the target of his attack at that point. Is that correct? Yes, I am definitely the victim. We didn't do anything to him. The voice that may interest you to know was actually quite forthcoming with your descriptions. It's how we were able to identify you. He did suffer some consequences for his actions in Krebstadt. Rest assured that the boat you were attacked with, or actually the boats you were attacked with, are no longer in his possession. I was unaware that he was targeting anybody with those attacks. He simply led us to believe that he was celebrating his most recent concert. So does that mean the boats are available? They have been temporarily stored at our royal dockyards. Uh, we had planned on opening up a bidding process soon. If you wish and are capable of purchasing a ship, I don't see why you couldn't. Zori's oh, gonna be really excited to know we're gonna buy a boat. Which boat? One of the impounded boats from The Voice. Oh, those are pretty nice boats. They were pretty cool swanky when we snuck on one. Yes, The Voice was, as I said, quite forthcoming with your descriptions. I want to know about the events in Stillboro. What was that about? So we were heading towards the coast to go to Krupstadt, and then there was a big explosion while we were hanging, at, staying the night in Stillboro. Um, I guess some fireworks barge blew up or something, but it was a diversion because some people were trying to ransom a Ferventech pump that was keeping the city from sinking or flooding. And uh, we we tracked them down, returned the, got the pump back, and got the mastermind behind it arrested or somehow captured, I believe. So you were doing a service for the city then, is that correct? I mean, we were hired by the politicians, but then they tried to take over because there was an election. They tried to claim that they did it, yeah. As politicians so often do, they try to claim credit. Would that annoy you at all? Well, we didn't get paid by them like they promised us. So I think we just sort of, we we used the goodwill of the people to try and get someone else elected. I don't really know how that turned out, though. I can't say I'm aware of the outcome of the election in Stillboro. Only the events with the pump. Moving on a bit. You were leaving Stillboro, headed south. Reports are that you were headed towards the Korma Republic. 
Why would you be heading there? Oh, my... Well, you know all the Rasati that are here with us? The 300 or so? Yes, that was quite surprising. Rasati, I'm unfamiliar with that word, although I've, from context clues, able to discern it means changeling. Is that accurate? I mean, no, it doesn't mean changeling, but it's changeling's what you all call us. So it's what you call yourselves. Is that more correct? It's at least what us in the North call ourselves. Yes. Anyway, they were my family and my clan, and other, a couple other clans. They were captured by the Ulstein Grotfels, uh, Brukelian. And that's why I left. So we were getting to the Cormor Republic, because we had found followed some clues that they were captured by the Ulfstein Grotfels, so we were trying to get to the Cormor Republic to save my family. So, someone in the Cormor Republic, you believe, kidnapped your family, and you set sail down there. What made your friends go along with you then? Oh, we are more than friends. We are a group that has been hired um, to be part of the company of Blades, so we are a, a company. At that time, I do not believe we had a name, but now we do. You have a name for your group now? Oh, yes. What is the name? We are the Midnight Runch. Indeed. You have followed your fellow mercenary company members all the way into Cormor Republic, a nation that has their borders closed to ours. One that, by all reports, you were trying to smuggle yourselves in. Seems like a fairly dangerous endeavor, wouldn't you say so? Perhaps it was somewhat dangerous. We were on the ocean. It looks like you all took quite a bit longer to make it into the Cormor Republic than your departure date would suggest. What happened on your voyage down there? I believe we stopped at an island that only appears very rarely. Um, maybe like on Tuesdays at low tide or something, I do not recall. But it is a very rare occurrence. At least I was told it was an island. I mean, I did not walk around the entire circumference, so it could very well have been a peninsula or maybe even an isthmus. So nothing happened of consequence on your voyage to the Cormor Republic. Oh, I would not say that. We were blown up. You were blown up. Someone had attacked your vessel on your travels? Uh, we were... Yes, I believe that is what happened. All of a sudden, we were blown up. The vessel blew up. We found ourselves... Um, ah, we did find ourselves again. But uh, we did not smuggle into the Cormor Republic. That is where we uh, were awakened after having been blown up. You awoke in the Cormor Republic after having been attacked, you know, where did you wake? Um, in a secret prison that should not have existed. Can you elaborate on what you mean by should not have existed? Well, I believe that they were doing some sort of mind-altering experiments that made us think that we were somewhere else and doing other things other than reality. That sounds... Well, that sounds terrible. It was very unpleasant. 
How long were you kept in that facility? Oh, actually, I do not know because the time kept coming and going and we kept doing the same thing over and over again. I, I really do not know. That sounds quite traumatic. Can you tell me a bit about how you escaped? Oh, we just escaped from the prison. You know, Zori used her lockpicking skills. Um, Olsaf did something with a poop can or something. Did something with a poop can? Can you elaborate on that? Like made some sort of shiv with the metal from the thing we pooped in. He made something from the thing you pooped in and they made it into a shiv or something? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. You used a bedpan and some bones to pick the lock to escape your cells and then, then what happened? Oh, we met Tilwyn. Maybe we were talking to them before we escaped. Then we beat some guys up. Then we were going to escape. But then we're like, hey, we should go kidnap the guy who captured us. Then it turned out he was a pretty nice guy who was just kind of in a rut. So we kidnapped him and then we brought him to his daughter. And then we were like, hey, you should try smuggling. We tried it and it was really cool. That glossed over some fairly important pieces of information. How exactly did you escape the facility? I understand that you made a shiv out of something you poop in. And I understand that Soria used her ability to pick locks. What I don't understand is all the rest of that escape. You sort of glossed over that. Can I get a little more information about how you captured the captain of the keep? Well, we beat up some guards. We took their guard clothes, so everyone thought we were guards. Then, um, we're like, we need to know where to go. Well, also, he took our pets, too. He took your pets? Yeah, we have like an otter, we have tens, and they wanted them. So we had to go get them. Then we went into this room when he was sleeping, and then he was like, oh no, I'm waking up. I'm gonna find out there's some guys in here that are gonna take my pets that I stole. Then I'm like, wait, no, we're night vets. You go back to sleep. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he went back to sleep. You convinced him with your story about night vets. Well, yes, if we told them we were night doctors, that would scare them. But we said we were night vets. So he's like, oh, they're going to be quiet and do their job and leave. All right. And where did you go once you escaped? Um, well, we had to go to uh, Ironvale. We are going to... Take Gorgon, I think that's the guy with the captain's name. Because he's related to the dragon families, and he wanted out. So wait, 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 wait. One of the dragon families was involved in your imprisonment? Well, yeah, is that important? Since the dragon families represent the de facto political power in the Karma Republic, that does weigh into things a little bit, yes. Oh, well. 
I mean, we were captured by Glenvy from the Ulstein Grotfell family after she attacked us on the high sea while looking for her missing brother, Brickellion. I'm sorry, the... The two... The, the two siblings in line to take over the Ulfstein Grotfell families? The sister, Glinvi, attacked you on the high seas as you were attempting to smuggle yourselves into the country in the process of trying to find her brother who had gone missing. Why would she attack you while looking for her brother? That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. We were in the area where he went missing, apparently, and she thought that he that we might have done something. So she attacked us, put us in her secret prison that was hidden under the keep, and then um, did all that psychic uh, psychic interrogation stuff to us um, with the Tashiranen. Wait, the, the Tashiranun were there? Every time I ask one of you about this particular moment, it reveals some new element. It, the Tashiranun were involved in your interrogation here? Well, not with the interrogation, but they're very closely tied to Glenvy and the Ulstein Grotfels altogether. They were even at our birthday party with the Kosterian ambassador. So the Tashir Noon are just spending time around the Ulfstein Grotfels, or is there something more than just being present? It seems like probably something more if they were involved in your interrogations. I mean, they weren't directly involved in interrogating us, but they're like guarding them all the time, both Brickellian and Glenvy. Um, you know, and I think one of their higher ups was uh, at the party, the Forge. The Forge, I'm unfamiliar with that terminology. Honestly, Ulsas, the Tashiranun person, I don't know all that much about him. Well, the forge, apparently, we have found out, is part of the training. He does training of the Tashiranun and helps uh, assure that their armor is good. The forge is someone high up in the Tashiranun. Is that accurate? Um, yes, as far as I know. He is like a trainer, uh, maybe a, a leader among the Tashiranun. So you aren't involved much with the Tashiranun yourself, is that accurate? Oh, that is true. I am not of the Tashiranun. I was taught by someone else. I see. So after you escaped this holding keep, you made your way where then? Uh, we went to Ironvale uh, to take Gargan back to his house and his daughter so that we could prepare him to leave. And since you're in Ironvale, did you happen to know anything about the recent events there? Oh, there was a big party for Glenvy. He was having a birthday. And so there was a big party there for her birthday. I think that is why 
uh, the forge was there along with the ambassador from Costa Rica be, because of the birthday party. So you're unaware of the destruction in the city. Is that accurate? Is the whole city destroyed? The entire city is not destroyed, but there is a large explosion or perhaps a series of explosions. We haven't been able to get good enough information out of the city. It caused a great deal of damage, leveling several buildings, causing thousands of injuries and several dozen deaths. Do you know anything about that? Well, what I know is that there were fireworks at Glenby's birthday party. We heard those explosions. And yes, there was a very big boom, um, but that was just as we were leaving the city. So, you were leaving the city. I'm guessing that means that this was after you stole something from the voice, this pick you had mentioned. Well, to be entirely accurate, we did not steal it. Coromont had, had stolen it. But you assisted in its theft, correct? Uh, yes. As, as I think we had mentioned much earlier, we were um, ironically partners with Coromanth. Ironic because he had stolen things from us. Yes, you did mention that theft quite thoroughly. Now, you've mentioned the Tashira Noon quite a bit. Hmm. I find it interesting that the Tashira Noon have come up in your stories when it has been reported that you yourself had been frequently seen wearing Tashira Noon armor. What, what brings you into possession of such armor? Oh, well, when I received the armor, I did not know that it was Tashira Noon. I was taught by a member of the Order of Ramardin. Um, I have come to learn that Ramardin was a companion of Tashir when it all started, but there was a falling out. At any rate, no, I did not know it was Tashir Anun armor. I thought it was Ramardin armor. Perhaps they are much the same. So there's no association between you and the Tashir Anun. Oh, I guess as a group? No, not really, other than uh, there's some weird cross-faction thing with something with Ulsa's master, who was like sort of Ramardin, but sort of like Tashira Noon fighting style, but not Tashira Noon. I don't really know all the details, but I think that's about as deep as the connection goes. And there's some sort of like weird old elven word that old Seth likes to say, but I never really paid attention. I believe the phrase is Gratsdun Balin. Oh yeah, what does that mean? We have several translations of that that may be pertinent. Something about a beast and darkness. It is very dependent on how it is said. It changes the context. It's been such a calling card of his that other people that we've interviewed that you encountered on your travels have mentioned it. It seems that you four are making quite a name for yourselves. So there's a bit of a hole in this story here. I need help 
figuring this out. You have a missing member of a dragon family. There's someone attacking you because they think you might be involved in that. And there's the appearance of 300 Rosati. What can you tell me about how all that comes together to where you are now? So we learned that my clan, the Rosati, were being held in Brukelion's secret keep in the north, north of Ironvale. Um, this is after he disappeared, after the heist where we stole uh, Samirin's pick. And we went up there to retrieve my family from their imprisonment. Um, because I guess Brukelion wanted some of the Rosati magic to do some stuff for commerce reasons, kind of boring. Um, so we got to the keep, infiltrated like we do, got my people out while Brukelion's soldiers there fought with Glinvi's soldiers at the keep in like some sort of civil war sort of thing. And while that was happening... Wait, 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 wait. Why were Brukelian's soldiers fighting soldiers from Glinvi? Please elaborate. So the best of my understanding, the soldiers at the keep still believed Brukelian was alive and were holding out for his return. And Glinvi wanted to take over all of the secret illegal experimentation and creepy like body grafting stuff that Brukelion was doing with that weird scientist there and um wait again body grafting weird scientist what what's what what is going on there's there's a lot of holes that need to be filled in here <sighs> okay I'll take it slow since you're having trouble keeping up we went in the keep to find my people. There we found that Brukelion was using my people to use the Rasanti magic to recreate fervent technology. He was also doing body grafting experimentation. There was some weird suit thing that like went into the spinal column and like I don't really know the mechanics of it. And there was some really creepy scientist. He looked like this. You transform into the scientist. <laughs> but I don't. I didn't catch his name. We didn't actually ask. Um, so, well, so I don't know what all that body grafting stuff was about. But he had like, you know, like stuff that stabbed potions into your arm and stuff that stuck into your body. Anyway, we were more focused on getting the Rasati out. So, after we freed my people. We escaped out during the fight between Glinvi, because she was trying to take over the keep and get all of Brukelion's secrets or something like that. Some inheritance stuff, you know. They're both vying for the family money or whatever. It's kind of boring stuff. And it was really mostly just focused on the Rasati. So we got them out, took them up through the caves, through the mountains, and that's where you found us. 
So, do you have any information about Brukelian? Do you know if he's still alive? Brukelian? Um, I think he's alive. Somewhere. You think he's alive, or you know he's alive? I mean, I didn't see him die. We certainly don't have him in a bag somewhere. That seems oddly specific. Uh, why would you raise having him in a bag? Well, we currently have a corpse in our bag. You have a corpse in your bag? Yeah, it's not Brickellian, though. Well, whose corpse is this? We don't know. Why do you have it, then? We found it. Do you have a habit of just taking corpses when you find them? No, we have a habit of picking things up off the ground. And that's where we found the corpse. So you found a corpse on the ground and just decided to pick it up? Well, no, I talked to it first. You talked to the corpse first? Yeah, we have magic, we can do that. Yes, I'm very well aware of that. And I was like, you want anything else? And it was like, take me. And I'm like, okay, so we threw it in the bag. Interesting. Now, the changelings that are here with you, they all took on your appearance. Can you tell me why? Why can't I have hamburger when you can have steak? Indeed. So now that you're in Careholm, what are your plans from here? Well, we're gonna go on the train. We kind of wanted to take it. We get on a train that's not attacked while we're on it. Not good first impression. I suppose that's a fair point. It's not the way we prefer our guests to be greeted under attack. I am sorry about that incident. I'm cold. I'll forgive you. You want us to pay you five gold for the inconvenience? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. She presses a little button. Uh, one of the guards walks in with a little container. Writes something out. Um, here's a, a slip. If you sign that, I'm more than happy to pay you five gold for the troubles. What's the slip say? It, it's basically an indemnification of us for any responsibility or wrongdoing. That's a lot of big words, but I get five gold if I sign it, right? Yes, that will guarantee you five gold. And I will sign it right here? Uh, yes, you can sign it right there on the line, and I'll pay you five gold uh, as recompense for the trauma of the train crash and attack. Zoria and Holwyn also? It, they can come to their own agreements. Oh. Uh, do you have something with which to write my name? Yes, here you go. Thank you. You're here's, welcome. Here's five gold. Oh, thank you. So what are your plans now that you are here in Careholm? Where do you plan to go next? Are you sticking together as a group? Oh yes, we will stick together as a group because we are midnight brunch. Yes, you've mentioned that several times now. Well, mm. Where do you go next from here? Well, I do believe that we are here to do some research. Some research? Uh, research on what? Oh, all sorts of things. Um, I know 
that Zoria is trying to find out more about what happened, not only to her family, but also to all of the other changelings. Um, I wish to find out more about Remarden and Gratz Dunbalim. Um, that was the last words, among the last words that were told to me by Lan Firan, who was, who was my teacher and guide, um, and to slay the beast. Slay I do not know what that is. Um, yes, he said that I must slay the beast. But that was his quest, and I must carry on. I would encourage you to keep a violence away from Glendragon borders. I do not understand. Are you the beast? I don't believe I am. I can't say for sure if I'm entirely honest. I have no idea the context of your teacher's request. But if there's any violence to be done, since you must slay something, I would encourage you not to do it around here. Well, as long as the beast is not here, that should not be a problem. Perhaps also we might find out what happened to Furman. I think if you find out what happened to Fervin, a great many scholars will be overjoyed and simultaneously deeply disappointed. Why would they be happy and sad at the same time? Happy because the discovery was made and unhappy because they weren't the ones who made it. Oh. So, you have a quest that you're on. You've come from a city that just blew up. There's a great deal of money that you have with you. You've admitted to quite a theft of someone you have a rivalry with. Tell me, why should we trust that you have no ill intentions here in Glendring. Well, <laughs> realistically, what we're doing here is my people, Lurisati, are looking to come out of their hiding place, having been discovered and obviously captured. And what they told me is that they'd like to see if they can get some sort of status to stay in Drogmara. I believe that something like that could be worked out. There is certainly plenty of availability for asylum and refugee status. So is that what you were thinking along the lines of? I mean, yes, that's what they told me they wanted to do. They want to try and forge a new life, um, not hiding in the swamps and perhaps be more visible part of society. That's good to hear. Are you going to be involved in those endeavors? Or do you still have your own goals and designs? I mean, both. We want to get them to Drogmar safely, but once we make sure they're there and safe, then I'm sure we're going to have to, you know, move on to our other things. I know Olsas got his Graz thing going on. Nines has 
is still hasn't gotten his loot back from the voice. That's a big deal. You know, that's all pretty important stuff that we'll have to take care of. And they might actually have us do a job for the Company of Blades at some point. I don't think that there is any reason at this point to detain any of you. So let me ask, is there anything that I can provide for you to make your journey away from here easier? A couple things, possibly. One, if you could get some sort of letter or document saying, hey, these Rosadis are good to go and can stay in Drogmara or something like that. And maybe some transport to Drogmara. We have a lot of people and I don't really want to try and get them over land. Over, I don't know, how many weeks is it to get to Drogmara? It would be at least a three-week travel. Although the roads are quite well maintained, it is over rougher terrain than the northern parts. So, I mean, if you could get us, like, train tickets? Given the unique nature of your situation, I believe I can arrange for something to transport you and the other Rasati to the capital. I shall reach out to the generals in the capital city and see what we can arrange. Given the nature of the potential for new diplomatic relations, the crown may want to be involved in some manner. So, I think as long as we can get my people safely to Drogmara and make sure they're all set, and um, I think we'll probably have a little business in Drogmara just getting our bearings, but we'll probably move on and figure out what's going on with the Tashiranun or finding the voices because he stole the loot. I don't know. But, you know, I think that's our plans going forward, I think. And is there anything else that I could provide you? Well, those bear rings would be great. My hands are kind of bare, so if I had, like, a bear ring, that'd be awesome. A bear ring? Yeah, a bear ring. The thing Zori was talking about. I don't think I have any rings, much less in the shape of bears. Could you get us some? I'll see what I can requisition. Is there anything else that I can get you? I would like some food. Um, any property we can have? Uh, food, yes. Property, no. Why not? What? Why not look like a responsible homeowner? We don't have any homesteads that we have the ability to give away. So won't be able to help you on that one. I'm sorry to say. Oh, do you have any magic items that are kind of useless? A useless magic item? Well, what sort of magic item would be useless? Do you like gum? Do I like gum? Yes. I suppose I like gum all right, yes. Okay. Well, I will put on these socks and take... Is it okay if I walk around the room? Uh, 
sure. Where's the gum coming from? As Ulseth walks around the room and leaves a little trail of gum behind him. It is coming from the magic socks. You had asked if there are any magic items that are useless. I would definitely call that useless. Yeah, you should have asked Nines about a useless pair of shoes. Or you could have asked Zoria. No, do not ask Zoria about her shoes, no. Wait, why shouldn't I ask Zoria about her shoes? Well, the shoes are actually quite useful. We've used them already for a very important job. But they they fart. <laughs> but we needed to do that because uh, Chandra, one of she's married to one of the She's from one of the most powerful dragon families and is married to one of the other most powerful dragon families and is a member of the Iron Veil Thieves Guild, I guess. She got us some info for our heist, but in exchange, I had to impersonate Glenvy and make her fart. So the boots were actually very useful. I don't actually have any useless magic items. Like, I have this cup, but it's super useful. I'm afraid to ask what the cup does. Yeah, just stick it to your ear. No. Clean my ear. That's nice. I got it from an arcane master. As in the... the mercenary company? Yeah, yeah, Dole. You know Dole? Yeah, he's like my best friend. Could you get him to sign my trading card? Well, let's see. Hey, doll? Yes. I have someone here who wants you to sign a trading card. They're a core, a Glendrangan military investigator. Simply hold out the card in front of this stone. Okay. I always knew carrying this round in my pockets <laughs> would pay off one day. All right. We're all set, Dull. A little, uh, kind of pen-looking thing comes out from the stone and writes Dull's name on there. Thanks, Dull. That should accomplish it. Is there anything else you needed? Can you vouch for my character? Yes. To the here, I'll put you on speaker. Yes. See? I mean Well, I'll take Toll's word over anybody's, really. Thank you. Th there is a fee for his signature. It's not my fee, but I send it to him. Oh, that's that's fine. Here, just here's uh here's uh the a sack of gold. How much gold is it? Uh I don't know, 50 gold. It's not really how much it costs. Here's another. <laughs> how much is in this one? Another 50. All right, I'll send it to him. It's perfectly fair. He's a mercenary. He's very famous. He's, you know, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, so, is there... No, I've already asked that. I'm a little flustered now. Whew. Never thought I'd kind of sign it. Much less... Like actually talk to him. Um, I'm gonna let all of you go, uh -huh. and <clears throat> um, 
feel free to use these facilities here until you are ready to leave care home. I shall work on transportation to Glindren. So you don't need to ask question. any more questions? We're all good? Oh, I believe that I've asked all the questions Every, that I need to. Everything about the Tashira Noon, Samirin's pick, all of that stuff? I believe so, yes. Cool. The theft of Samirin's pick was already known to us. Um, oh. This place is mining place, right? Yes. Is there a place that works well with myth, that can do mithril work? Well, yes, actually. Oh, well, why don't you write that down for us? Because I think Nines has some mithril he needs work. This is the birthplace of mithril forging, actually. Huh. There you are. Is there a good gem place, too? Any of the foundries should be able to assist you in some sort of gem making. Uh, Although we don't have the finest gem crafters, we do have a fairly large supply. And uh, what should we order at the Black Tomato Pizzeria? I like to get their um, singed tomato and basil. Okay. So, do you pay us by the hour for this interview, or...? There's not really a payment, but you're more than welcome to help yourselves to the facilities that we have here. Like the bathroom? For as long as you stay. Is there anything else that you need? Ah, yes, I have three questions. Yes. One, um, this apparently was retrieved from my village when everybody disappeared. I don't recognize it immediately, but I can have someone take a look at it. Your village disappeared? Well, the people in it, yes. All of my kin. That is how I met uh, um, He, I was alone in my village, and he came. But everybody disappeared one day, and apparently they, this was the only clue left behind. So if there is someone that can help, that would be most helpful. For the sake of those listening, would you care to describe the it's item a, that you presented to the interrogator? I believe it's a black talon. I don't know what that means, if you're willing to leave it with me. I could ask a few people. They may know. Mm. I have some contacts within some of our fervent intelligence. Fervent meaning the region known as the Fervent Wilds. Yes. That would be most helpful. I will retrieve it before we leave. Question number two. Yes. You keep referring to facilities. Are these something more than just the bathroom? You are welcome to use any of the facilities that are not security-based, meaning uh, you can't go in the armory or any of our research areas but you can help yourselves to um, all of the kitchens the recreation areas and continue to use your quarters you've made an official request for the sanctuary and refugee status and while that's being reviewed you're welcome to stay here free of charge of course question number three yes 
is there a place to good good pretzels? Good pretzels by whose measure? Um, by whether they create a pretzel day or not. Since you mentioned pretzel day, I'm guessing you have been to Nordfeld. Oh yes, I did have a pretzel day there once. You'll find no pretzels as good as you will in Nordfeld, mm. but there are two pretzel vendors. Neither of them specialize in it, but they do serve pretzels mm. here. Oh, I am willing to try. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Is there anything else that I can get you? What do you think happened to Fervin? I can honestly say that I've never really given it much thought. Well, what's your tragic backstory? Um, I lost both of my parents when I was about 12 years old and then was raised by one of my grandparents, my grandmother on my mother's side. It sent me down a few years of being isolated and alone, which in turn resulted in me being somewhat introspective and highly observant of people. That later led me to seek out a career in military intelligence. Now that I've had time to process most of that, I can't say that I really feel much pain from it anymore, but I think it qualifies as tragic. Yeah, that seems pretty tragic. Can I have some of this gum? What gum? I reach onto this, right, gum? Mm -hmm. roll, a, roll a d20. Eight. No, no gum. What the? Why would there be gum under the table? Well, the places we've been, that's pretty common. Gum isn't something so popular here. The only place I've really had gum within the Dragon Kingdom is, well, the capital. Nowhere else really seems to carry it. So there's a market here for gum. I wouldn't know. Hmm. I think Olsef and I need to go into business. Once again, I appreciate your cooperation. Uh, the door is open. You are free to go. Your companions are, I think, already back in your quarters. Why? Did they not ask as many questions as I did? Um, no, you were simply the one that continued to give the most information and have the oddest of requests. So I've taken longer to get back on them. Okay, I'm gonna leave now. Once again, thank you for your time here. Beep. The door is now open. So, did you, uh, how, how did your interview go? I thought it went very well. It was most interesting. Do you think they executed nines? No! Oh, ah. nines! Fine, welcome back. Ah. I am back! They did not kill you. No, not this time. Ah, that is Congratulations. Good. Did you get five gold? No. Wait, I had five gold. I got like a hundred gold. What? How'd you get a hundred gold? You got a hundred gold? Yeah. Oh. I have connections. Oh. You only got a hundred? How much did you get? 
How much did you get? I got 15,000. Are you going to share it gold? I just told them, you know, I'm a reporter and I've got diplomatic connections and it would be good if, you know, nothing came up from a high-profile the Costerian being injured in a military operation with the Gundrangans and they said, what would that take? And I said, you know, probably quite a bit. And they started with uh, 12000 and I just talked them up from there. Well, you do realize we split all the money in this group. <laughs> we do? So there was 15000 no. <laughs> oh. 15110 gold to split up four ways. No, it's your money. You guys only got five gold? It's sad, isn't it? I mean, and you only got a hundred? Well, I had to trade a Dole signed card for it. You had to talk to Dole, too? I always talk to Dole every night. You guys aren't the greatest at negotiating, are you? I mean, we didn't have diplomatic immunity. Some of us are just regular Rasati. I mean, they almost killed us. They put us on a train and it was attacked. Well, they were in charge of our safety. You gotta, like, stick the knife in a little bit on them. But then they'd be full of gravy. <laughs> your, your knife can't make gravy. Well, then if they'd be full, full of syrup. If they're full of gravy, that's just more to take, I guess. Hmm. So, everyone, I think we told, I told them pretty much everything except that Berkelian's dead. Yeah, that's what I did too. Oh, I told them Berkelian's dead. What? How would you do that? How do you... What? We had a whole conversation about that. I knew I forgot something. Did you tell him how Berkelian died? No, I actually don't remember. Well, you you weren't there when Berkelian died. Did you guys tell me? I mean... No, how do you know if Rukelian was dead or not? You were not there. We told, we told them you, that you we killed Rukelian. You did tell me that he's dead, so. No. Yeah, we did. I said that none of the three of us killed Rukelian. Well, that's what I told them, that you guys didn't kill him. But that he's dead. Hmm. I mean. Great. But I got a place that makes mithril oh. stuff, so we can do something with his corpse. Yeah. And I, I mean, have... well, that will make me feel better. Let's make let's make a garment out of his corpse. Something you can wear. Yeah. They didn't seem upset by finding out he was dead. I think they kind of figured it anyway. Mm-hmm. We were just hoping to leave him in suspense to make things more interesting geopolitically. And dramatic. I don't think it could get a whole lot more interesting than it is right now. I mean, hmm. is there an official war happening? <laughs> no, but it feels like there's about to be. Really? What's that like? I've never seen one. Uh, bad? Oh. War is always bad. Oh. People die and it's always stupid. Hmm. And would knowing Brucalian's dead stop that? Mm, probably not, oh. but at least they'd have a little more understanding of the motivations going on. I suppose having that little bit of information might give them a leg up if they're trying to convince people within Glindring sorry not Glindring <laughs> Karma Republic to not attack but mm, they paid me a whole lot of money so not much more I can do right now well yes you who are Hoenn 
Yeah. Since you have a lot of money. I do. I, I am quite wondering whether you would be willing to treat us to uh, pizza at the like tomato. tomato and also some pretzels after. Yeah, it's only fair. It is. Yeah. Perhaps, in fact, you could buy all of the rest of the meals. Sure. Let's go out on the town. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get blasted. What's out of the cannon? Uh, no, just super drunk. Oh. 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 Well, we do that. Make so it we... so. Make it so. <laughs> we just walked to the uh, pizzeria. Yeah. Uh, you guys gather your things and head out the front. I'm guessing you ask for some directions. Yes. No, we just wander. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, I you ask. Just, you, you ask. <laughs> okay. You ask for directions. Uh, you get some from the guard. There's several guards at the gate. And they give you directions to the pizzeria. Mm-hmm. And you head there. One of every pizza. And that's where we'll end, end this. We'll come back on a pizza scene. Uh, thank you for going along with my crazy idea for a session. I hope that I hope that you three enjoyed it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. It was a very different take. Uh, and I hope everyone watching enjoys the very different kind of role-playing. A uh, little peek behind the curtain. Uh, that was all improv, everything you see here, nothing there was scripted. Well, one was talking with me, the other two were standing over there so they could all interact. Um, and I, I hope it came off well. This is kind of experimental. We're trying something a little different, but I had fun doing that. So thank you all for watching. Uh, remember, take care of yourselves. Stay safe. We love you. Bye-bye.